We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Rob Doster here, and you are listening to a Field of 68 NBA Draft Prospect Profile. We're going to be rolling these out all month, leading up to a full first round live mock draft with the six NBA draft experts that we're going to be hosting one week before the actual draft itself takes place. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a review, that stuff really does help us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of the platforms that you listen to the audio of this show. But listen, that's enough of that. That's enough of the promos. Let's get into today's prospect profile. All right, Jeff Goodman, Matt McCall here with you for another NBA Draft Breakdown. And this one is probably about as intriguing of a one as it gets. And that is the former Sports Illustrated cover boy at the age of 15, Amani Bates. Started his career at Memphis, transferred to Eastern Michigan this past season. Averaged about 19.6 rebounds this past year for Stan Heath at Eastern Michigan. Matt, I know you saw him in person this season. What did you think? Man, so I I, had, I did a game down at FIU, and Eastern Michigan played against FIU, and uh, Eastern Michigan had no business winning the game until late in the game when this guy completely took over. And the shot making. First of all, the athleticism in the layup lines was like no other. It was a complete dunk contest for Eastern Michigan and I got to be honest, they won the dunk contest versus FIU in the layup <laughs> lines. They won the dunk contest because of this guy. Um, they had no business winning the game. And all of a sudden, Bates put on a show late in the game down in Miami and was unbelievable. You know, you had some of those Heat players in the stands. I think Carlos Arroyo may have even been in there. There was some NBA buzz uh, down at FIU's arena, and he lived up to the hype. You know, I, I think of comparisons watching him play um, and coaching against this guy. I, I compare his offensive game to Bones Highland. Okay. He can put the ball in his hands. He can create his own shot. He's got size. He's got length. He's got athleticism. He can drill shots. He can make shots. He only shot 33% this year from three, yeah. uh, but he's wired to the score. Here's the biggest thing. Can he guard anybody? Yeah. Eastern yeah. Michigan finished this season 356th 
out of 358 teams in total defense. And your best player, Jeff, I'm not saying I can go by him, yeah, yeah. but he's got to be able to sit down and guard at that level. The offensive skill set is there. He's got the package on the offensive end of the floor for someone to pick him in this draft. I compared him to Bones Highland. Bones Highland Garden in college. That I mean, you, you don't play at VCU for Mike Rhodes, Shaka Smart, Will Wade, whoever it was, whoever, Anthony Grant. Cape, like there, there is a culture of defending at VCU. So you knew Bones Highland knows how to play defense because that's what they do at VCU. I don't know where he will be at in terms of that because you could see at times, and I'm just focused on this year, I really didn't go back and watch a ton from from Memphis, just the lack of care almost on that end of the floor. It's you, been there before that. so And it's got to it's gotta change for him to have an impact because offensively, you're taking him because he is that good with the ball in his hands at creating his own shot. But what are we doing on the other end of the floor? Because to take a second-round pick, and I don't know where, where he's projected really. I mean, it's got to be in the second round, I would think, maybe late first for somebody that, you know, he he, he does well at the combine, he, he interviews right, whatever it may be. But if you're going to take someone in the second round of the draft, it's potential, it's a role. Yeah. What role are we filling? Um, and it's hard to fill a role if you're you're, you're not going to guard. Well, he, he, you look at the role. I didn't want to start there, but I will. It's just coming off the bench and getting buckets in the second unit. That's what your your role for him will be, obviously, to start. But like you said, he can't be a major liability on the defensive end. Now, I talked to him about this two years ago. Remember, he was at the PTM and reclassified at the last minute. Okay, so he was he was set to do another year in prep school playing uh, in Michigan, and instead he reclassifies and ends up going to Memphis at the eleventh hour. And uh, I just remember seeing him at the PCM and and sitting down with him for a while and doing a story on him and really getting to know him. And he's a sweet, likable kid who has had a lot thrown at him. Now again, he doesn't want anybody to feel sorry for him. He said to me, "Listen." I love being on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the time. I was 15 years old. He was being compared to LeBron, KD, you name it, right? The chosen one, whatever it was. Um, and he said, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready. And he didn't guard. And, and that was the big thing that I said to him, that I was completely transparent to him about. I said, like, you've got to take pride in your defense. And again, I give him credit. Looked me in the eye, was very respectful. Um I think he gets a bad rap, and part of the reason, obviously, he got even worse a rap was because he got into some trouble with the law, with with having a gun in his car. Um, it, it supposedly wasn't his car, his his gun, but still, nonetheless, it, it happened, and that didn't help matters in terms of the perception of Amani Bates. He struggled at Memphis on a team that was very fractured. Right, there was a group that was older right. that didn't want. Amani and Jalen Duran coming in right. and stealing their thunder. They wanted to get to the league. So that didn't work out well, um, that that group. So he goes back home to Eastern Michigan. He's from right there, Ypsilanti. And that's where he gets in trouble with the gun right away. Um, you know, again, didn't win a whole lot this past year. So I think it's a roll the dice with Amani. 
depending on where you take them. And the biggest thing for Amani Bates, the biggest thing for Amani Bates, who is he going to be around that is going to tutor him, that is going to mentor him in probably the G League for the for the beginning? Yeah, I mean, I, I've known Stan Heath for a long time. Yeah. Um, even going back to when he was at Arkansas, then he was at South Florida. When you're in the state of Florida, you, you, you run into each other, you talk. And when I did their game at FIU, uh, he talked about him. He talked about him as a person. And, and you you hear all this stuff, but you don't really know. And what's the circus like around Imani being That's back right. in his hometown? Yes. And how is this? And what's that? And Stan, he only had positive things yep. to say about the whole situation. The kid, the dad, the dad, you know, cheering on the, the dad other is players protective. on the teams. The dad, I, I talked to the dad for a while and the mom. They are protective as hell of their son, which they should be. Maybe too much so in some degrees, but they also let him choose to go to, to Memphis. They also let it be his decision to go to back home to, to Eastern Michigan. Right. And and Stan said that, like, they're super positive. They're not in our office. You better get this many shots. You better do this. You better do this. Is how you got to use my son. Like there was none of that. It was cheering on the other guys on the team. And to me, that's a positive environment. Now, like you said, they didn't win a ton of games. He played in them all. Yeah, he was out there competing, and he's a really, really talented offensive player. He's got to get better on the other end of the floor. But I think you said it best. What environment is he going to? What's the development process like with whatever team takes him in the G League, right? Like who's with him every single day helping him get better? Because if he's in a really super positive environment and there is that focus and attention to detail on him improving and getting better, he's got the talent. He has it. And he, he's like, when you watch him play and you watch him play a lot, he's not out there talking a ton of trash. Nope. Nope. He's nope. not, he's not, he's not chirping after every major shot. He needs better, he needs better body language at times. He and needs better, better, about, like, better shot selection. Better shot selection. Sprint out of the locker room. When you're going out for warm ups, sprint out of the locker room. Like, like yep. little, little things like yes. that and yes. better shot selection. But he's not, you can tell when you, especially when you watch him live, man, he, he is. Some of the the, the he's so talented, but some of like the things that were being put out there about them. Yeah. I was expecting this guy's gonna run his mouth, he's gonna be chirping at the other team to start the, there was none of that. He's played and he looked like he was enjoying playing the game. I could have talked so, to him for hours. Super talented. I, I just think it's it's all about the environment that they thrust him into next year. Yeah, I, I would agree with you again. I, I think you know, there's some things to work on, but as you said, kind of a positive um, role model, a, a mentor, like, like, and also somebody who's going to give him toughness, both like, like that's probably what he needs, right? He needs somebody to hold him accountable on one hand. Yeah. Like I would love to see him play on a team with like PJ Tucker, you know, who's going to get him tougher. He's going to challenge him. You know, Udonis Haslam would be great. If he, if he's coaching next year, Put him with Udonis Haslam because he's not going to sugarcoat any of the bullshit, but he's also going to understand this is a young kid who it's been a roller coaster ride for him. And to be honest, oh my gosh. he got too much too soon. It's all of our faults in the media. Nobody, I mean, there's one LeBron James, just one. 
That's he it. was ready for it. Nobody, nobody else, else was ready. Nobody else has had to do. I mean, you look at sports, maybe Tiger Woods at such a young age to yes. deal with all these expectations and everything. LeBron is is an anomaly. I mean, it, it is when you get put on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 15, 16 years old, all these expectations come with it. And now here comes all these distractions and you have to deal with that at such a young age nobody i mean you know serena and venus i I mean maybe it's like you know that is a hard hard thing to deal with expectations one of the hardest things to deal with in sports in college in the nba whatever level and to have to deal with that at 15 years old i cannot even imagine all right there you have it the breakdown former si cover boy amani bates where does he go in the draft what do we think of his future I'm Jeff Goodman. He's Matt McCall. We're the Field of 68. Make sure you tune in for all our NBA draft profiles. Ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's Field 68-F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's 2023 NBA Draft Prospect Profiles. Rob Doster, Jeff Goodman, we are going to be talking through the prospects for 
Ricky Council, an Arkansas wing uh, that averaged 16 points, three and a half rebounds, two and a half assists while shooting 43% from the floor, just 27% from three as a 6'6", 205-pound wing for the Arkansas Razorbacks. He is a terrific athlete, Goodman, and I think that I am higher on Ricky Council than pretty much anybody else is going to be. Uh, before we get into my takes, though, let's go to you first. What do you make of him as a player? What do you make of him as a prospect? I mean, he can create his own shot. So, you know, to me, again, like you said, a really, really good athlete can get to the basket, can get to the line. There are a lot of those guys you watch right now in the NBA that you're like, wow, you know, that dude, I didn't think he'd make it in the NBA. Not only are they playing in the NBA, but they're they're playing in the NBA and, and actually mm-hmm. um, producing in the NBA. So I, I think Ricky Council will be a guy that gets drafted. I don't know, you know, talking to NBA guys, I think a lot of them feel like probably could go late first, but probably more, you know, early to mid second is probably where we're looking at Ricky Council. You know, transfer from Wichita State, you know, was on an Arkansas team that we weren't sure how productive he'd be, but Nick Smith Jr. got was hurt most of the year. So Council was kind of the guy, right? He was the guy that Eric Musselman had to give the ball to and say, make a play because he didn't have a lot of other dudes like that. And Council was able to do that. Um, and I think that was important and able to do it for a team that that went deep in the, the NCAA tournament uh, as well. So I, I think Council is a guy that, that clearly will have a, a, a home in the NBA for a long time because he fits what they want. Give the ball to him. He can make a play for himself. He's got to be better about me being able to make plays for others. Yeah, he definitely has to be a better passer. Um, I think he needs to uh, continue to refine the shot. But I'm kind of buying the shot long term. The reason why it's twofold. One, as a freshman, he shot 44% from three. Uh, This past season, it was just 27%. But a lot of what he shot was off the dribble, tough contested jumpers. The way that Eric Musselman runs his offense is more or less uh, figure out where the mismatch is, isolate that guy, let him go try to make a play. Um, And when you are not a great shooter, that is going to be a very difficult thing to do, especially if you're not uh, great off the dribble. Um, I think if you look at the free throw percentages that he shot, it went from 64% as a freshman to 79% as a sophomore to 84% as a junior this past season. Um, I think you can project it and say that there's a a decent chance that he ends up being uh, a good enough shooter in the NBA. He can score in isolation more than anything else. Goodman, he is six, six, he's 210 pounds, and he is one of the best athletes in this draft. I think there is real potential for him to be, uh, a switchable well, you said one six, through six. three. Yeah, six six is big. I don't know if he's going to measure at six six, but he's he's got good size. I mean, I stood <laughs> next to him during the NCAA tournament, and and you know probably six five legit. Um, and that's huge because again, like you said, like how many dudes are there like that? And 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 as long as he gets his shot to whereas again he he can make. They're not going to guard him out there. They're not going to guard a guy like Ricky Council out there until he proves he can hit it consistently. So they're going to go under, and like they did honestly in in college, and make make him make threes. Uh, and that's going to be the question: is can he do that consistently? If he can do that, man, he could be a bona fide like double digit scorer, and it would not surprise me at all coming off the bench or maybe even starting at at some point in the league. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I like. Council. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I, I think if you look at a lot of these draft boards, like there's, he's projected somewhere in the mid to late second round, and I I don't know if I'd invest a first round pick in him, 
Um, but I, I would probably try to target him in the 30s if I was an NBA team that that needed the role of just an athlete off the bench that can go out and get you a bucket because I think that that's him. Um, I would be buying some of that, uh, some of that long term. I mean, the, when it comes down to it, players in that same kind of mold: Julian Strother, right? Bryce Sensabaugh, maybe a Jet Howard, maybe a Julian Phillips. Like I, I think that I would trust uh, Council near the top of that group, um, especially because I think that what he can do defensively makes him more projectable long term. And he's twenty-one years old. You know, I, mm-hmm. I I like that for a guy like him. I know a lot of NBA guys will be like, well, you know, he's older, whatever. I'd rather go with a 19, 20-year-old. To me, I, I see I see it both ways. To me, you're drafting Ricky Council because, honestly, he can come in and help you tomorrow in some role. You know, physically, he can help you tomorrow on an NBA court. Emotionally, like mentally, he can help you tomorrow. Now, again, he's got to become a better a better shooter, a better decision maker, a better defender. But those are all things that I think he he can improve on. They're, they're not they're not glaring glaring weaknesses. Yeah, he's not he's not a finished product yet. Um and he is a little bit younger, but I do think that uh he is a guy. If the the swing skill is going to be the jump shot. Like if he ends up a 27% three-point shooter in the NBA then like all of this is moot. But I I I do I'm betting on the jump shot long term and actually i got it backwards he shot 85 percent as a sophomore from the line and 79 percent as a junior this past season from the line but it does uh, that, that's fine. yeah it, fine. yeah he's he can he, he's i think you can project that jump shot as being something that's uh better than the numbers said that it was um this past season and here's the biggest thing goodman he's got the athleticism that he can win a dunk contest one day look at all the good vibes that the sixers got from mac mcclung right how much do you value the good? With Mac How much value do you put on the vibes that come with winning a gun, uh, a dunk contest? I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I don't give. I don't give two shits about winning a, a dunk contest. I care about contributing in games, and and this kid's got a much higher upside than Mac McClung. Maybe not in a dunk contest, but on the basketball court in a real game, this is a kid who can play. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think I tend to agree, um, and I. If I if I was making the pick, which I'm not, because I don't know if NBA teams really would trust me with that kind of authority, uh, I do think that he is. I, honestly, I don't. I don't think YMCA. Uh, teams no, they shouldn't. Trust they shouldn't. Little league teams. Little league teams should. My uh, the 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 Mount Laurel right, Dodgers right, are not going in your little lighting coaching. everybody up, Jeff Goodman. Uh, this has been the NBA draft prospect profile for Arkansas wing. Ricky Council, a guy that I'm high on. I don't know if Goodman is quite as high as me, but a a guy we expect to see to go in the 30s, maybe the early 40s. Um, If you've enjoyed this breakdown, check out the links in the description below. We were rolling out more than 50 of these over the course of May and June. And be sure to tune in. We'll be doing a live mock draft a week before the NBA draft. Six experts will be sitting down and going through every single pick for every single team.